I'll push record now, mate, just to oh, cut out. I just this. deleted everything. Did you? What'd you delete? Oh, just stuff. Stuff. Yeah, I don't pasta. even know. I've, I've not Tasty. even. I'm exhausted after smashing my lunch. Well, I'm just looking at your your lunch now, mate. Red Bull, two dirty little dogs smothered in cheese. Yeah. Oh, you, you love a good sausage, all, don't you? It's all about the chili sauce, <laughs> mate. You've got to... Uh, oh, the chili sauce and the hot dogs, yeah. Yeah, you've got to have the correct amount of chili or otherwise it is no good, mate. No, you might as well put it in the bin, mate. Yeah, exactly. True story. Yeah. Good you, mate. You got, you got the same TV as me and you got two remotes of it. Yeah, one's a audio remote and one's a... Like for the surround sound or whatever it's called. And the other one is the TV remote. The one on the right is your TV remote because that's exactly the same as my TV remote. Samsung. Watch the flog out. Fucking What are we going to talk about today then? No idea, mate. I haven't even... My brain has been ticking over way too much. Thought about a thousand things. Thousand things, but nothing's coming to mind. Trying to manufacture, it's like, how do you manufacture excitement? Woohoo! Yeah, funny time. (laughs) Where's all the sound effects? You know that big one. Yeah, I was looking into getting like a soundboard so I could go. little little fucking segment. I was going to say you definitely (laughs) need crickets. Yeah. yeah. Because no one's listening, mate. Because for those super funny jokes that you tell all the time. Oh, I'm a mad cricket. Such a jokester. Yeah. Oh, I was pissing down with rain here again. This is shit. Well, I can't hear it, so it's not too bad. Uh, Sun's out, guns out. I go to the gym, work on the biceps. And with that, episode five has begun. Sun's really? out, guns are out, mate. <laughs> How was the gym, mate? Bloody awesome. Just uh, just a regular day at the gym, really. Yeah. Just, um, Did yeah, you uh, Spent touch... most of the time taking selfies on Snapchat just so the whole world knew I was at the gym. And, uh-huh. yeah, once I had my allotment of Snapchats and filters, then I think I was done. I don't actually think I touched any weights or equipment at all. Oh, uh, I don't, like, because yesterday you did call me through the uh... – Start of your workout, mate. I could hear a little bit of huffing and and puffing going on. No, that's on those, just uh, like abs, looks mate, sweaty or... in the Snapchats. Oh, okay. So Sweet. what you do is you just pump out like two minutes of cardio, like real high energy cardio, get the pump, and bang, you are ready. Snapchat, here we come. <laughs> do the old odd Instagram <laughs> post. Shut up, well. stuff. <laughs> don't. Oh, God. So full of crap. <laughs> nah, genuine, man. Genuine. genuine. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling me all the time when you just, yeah, bro, just go down to the gym, bro. Yeah. It's great. Nah, it is good. Nah, it's real good. How's your week been anyway, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Well, that's good. Yeah. Wednesday night was fun. You sort of learn how, learn how much you have to improve. But 
yeah, Fuji has been the arch nemesis of myself and the Lambo. So it was good to get back there and get a bit of practice and see how much we've improved since the last time we were there. I think I found a solid half second, so not too bad. Yeah, no, driving, uh, driving very well there. I don't really want to talk about Fuji because, uh, well, you know why, but um, yeah. it's looking like a it's looking like a good combo, mate. I was uh, really looking forward to that one. Yeah, it was going to be fun, except you need a steering wheel if you want to drive a car. Apparently, I I heard that. Um, that was the case. I know there's a lot of controller drivers out there and not to take anything away from um, some of those fast drivers like PAL, etc. But um, oh, I just can't drive with a controller now after with the wheel. And um, yeah. Well, it turns out I could never drive with a controller. So it was fairly lucky we were gifted a wheel. Um, otherwise, I'd still be. Uh, grind away on the weekends on the old controller. I wonder if I'd still even be playing if I was still on a controller. It wasn't really till I got the wheel that I actually wanted to take it even more serious than I was. So Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like um I think for some games like you need the wheel. But I mean it's funny because I've been playing like I mean I can't really play much but Project Cars three again and that is a controller game and we're, you know, having fun on that with a controller, but um, going back to Gran Turismo with a controller after a wheel, it's a, uh, it's a tough ask and we're, I think we're looking at about five or six seconds off the pace. Yeah. So why, why even bother, mate? But uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a new That's, profile. Just call it like CSTV for controller or something. Yeah. Slapper. Yeah. Go see how high you can get. See how many DRs. See if you can get over 15,000. I think I topped out at 14,000 on a controller. So. Yeah, I think I'd, uh, I'd probably make 7,000, I reckon. So. Solid, solid mid C grade on the controller. Lovely. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, that is the news of the week for uh, Mr. Furby. The um, We were pumping out Fuji. Uh, I think we were on the pace, about to bust into the, the 35s, chasing uh, Mr. Lambo there in exile. And um, we got up early, I think it was Monday morning, and uh, put the old PlayStation on, and the TGT decided not to calibrate at all. It was it was grinding and shaking, so we went through a lot of steps. And uh, she is broken, and we are just waiting to send that sucker back and figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. So what's uh? What wheels are you thinking about? Where are you going to go here? Um, well, I mean, you know, I do like the Thrustmaster TGT, uh, but it, it, it is looking like there will not be a replacement. There will be a refund purely because uh, Pagnian imports haven't had a TGT for a while and Thrustmaster are very low on stock. 
And we bought the TGT at a pretty good price of just over $1,000. And I would definitely not pay 1600 uh, for the wheel, which it is available at some other places for that price. But um, I think we're kind of leaning towards uh, Fanatec there, mate. You're um, pretty much your setup after talking to you and a couple of others. Um, it's uh, it's really got me interested and for for $1,200 straight from Fanatec, you, you're getting a wheel, the CSL Elite, um, either the starter kit or the eSports F1 wheel and can get the load cell as well for that price. So, I mean, that's a bloody good price. Yeah, no, it's pretty it's pretty handy. I always wanted to try the load cell ever since I got like deep in reading Reddit forums and posts of this and posts of that. And they're like, Oh, if you can get a brake pedal that feels real, you might be able to turn that into lap time. I've really found really found it helped a lot actually. And when I first got it I had my brake pedal set up fairly soft because I was coming from a G twenty nine. Uh, but as the lap times came down, I felt like I needed more modulation just off the off like a hundred percent brake. I needed to come back yeah. to like fifty percent brake with like barely moving my foot. Like the brakes were turning off too quickly, so I run pretty heavy pressures these days. Um, just gives me a little bit better brake pedal modulation. But the other thing I was thinking about was wheel size. Was you bringing that up during the week? Yes, I'm. Uh... I'm a little unsure. I mean, because the TGT is only a 28. Yeah, 28 centimetre versus and the 30 centimetre. Yours is the 30 centimetre. Um, and the eSports F1 wheel is 28. Uh, I think I, I think just because of the quick release system as well, because I know that the your starter one, you still have to screw it in. But I mean, having said that, I don't. You don't really sit there and take the wheel on and off while you're racing, do you? I was going to say I've pulled the <laughs> steering wheel off. I, I, it's not more than twice. I know I've pulled my steering wheel off once, and I think I pulled it off a second time. I can't remember why I pulled it off a second time. But the first time I pulled it off, I was all nervous. I was like, oh, but yeah. Like I said, I've pulled it off twice in like six to nine months or however long I've had it. Yeah. So, yeah, quick release or no quick release. I guess it just depends on how many wheels you're going to run. But well, I, was- I mean that's the uh, I mean that's the other sort of interesting thing with the eco system of the Fanatec and um, kind of heading sort of thinking in your path as well. Like, I know it's going to cost me more money, but uh, eventually, because um, the wife will be listening to this, so don't worry, I'm not, <laughs> spend, I'm not spending any more money. Um, it's like in a DD podium. Um, the, uh, yeah, like, what what wheel were you looking at? The BMW? BMW GT2 or GT3, the 32-centimeter version. Yeah, yeah. Because I've noticed driving the Lambo lately that, my small inputs affect the car really quickly. Uh, I either need to learn how to slow them down or I need better, like, 
better turn in because it feels like I'm barely turning the car in and it's already flicking into oversteer. So either my movements are too sudden or I don't have enough, you know, angle to play within the wheel. So I was thinking of experimenting with a bigger wheel if I stay in the Lambo any longer just to see if it changes it. So like even in like when you're in the cockpit view in the Lambo, it looks like it's got a tiny little wheel. So I was wondering how the drivers in real life yeah. do or what steering ratio they have. But, yeah, it's bloody so food for thought. Like I was I always, I was really nervous about going to a 30-centimeter wheel when I came from the G29. That was my biggest fear. I wanted to go to the TGT. Yeah. I think the only thing that got me over the line was the brake pedal and the brake pedal adjustability and, uh, on the we'll CSL Elites, how you can move the brake pedals where you like. Short uh, commercial I sort of break don't, while I wanted to have my setup set up. Mr. Like Mr. Lambo, you need to probably backtrack maybe four minutes because you dropped out, mate. Really? Yeah. I'm lucky. Oh, oh, no, I've got it all recorded here. Oh, well, that's all right. On mine, yeah, all right. So, as well. Yeah, well, that's all right then. Yeah. So, um... I've lost my train of thought. You're talking about the Lambo. The last thing I heard was the Lambo wheel size in your in-car view. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's got a really small wheel on the in-car view. but So I don't know in real life how the drivers cope with that. Yeah. Don't know. Oh, oh lost, mate. That'll be, it sounds like you got some editing to do now. Nah, we don't need to edit, mate. Should be right. Who yeah. cares? No, it's only me. We're, we're the only ones that listen to this, mate. So it doesn't definitely. Matter. But how how are you going in the Lambo anyway? Uh, um, watching watching Wednesday night, it was a bit of a handful. And it's a tough car, that's for sure. I definitely struggle with bagging up the rears all the time. Um, it's really teaching me how to be gentle on the accelerator. Uh, then I find when I drive a different car, if we go to a different track or I'm playing around, I'm dicking around with a different car, I always feel like I'm too slow on the accelerator. It's like, you got to open the accelerator faster. Because like, I'm used to just opening it so slowly on the Lambo. Yeah. Yeah, now that would be tough going to another car and kind of kind of probably hitting those corners and you're like, oh, I'm going way too slow here in this, in this car. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is very much a time attack car. You can just feel the feel the weight shift around all the time. It's just so loose. Like I guess in other games when you select loose setup, that's exactly what the Lambo is. Because all these settings aren't adjustable. It's like, well, if you want to, what would it call? If you want a super understeery stable car, go to something like the Nissan where it doesn't turn in no matter how much money you give it. And then you go to the Lambo, which is the exact opposite. It will not go in a straight line. So, no, you, you cough and it turns. Yeah, exactly. Like I swear I just go to – I'm like, okay, I'm about to turn in. I'm about to turn in. Oh, now I'm catching oversteer. I'm like, when did I turn in? I didn't even get a chance. And, uh, yeah, and then consequently that destroys tyres like it's going out of fashion. Oh, Lambo life, mate. Lambo life. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, we're going out tonight, so I'm probably only going to get another one shot. It, it, the difference no, that's between all you need. doing a one shot every week and the difference between only being able to do one shot is a completely different mindset. Usually I'm 
sure I'm only going to have one go, but if I wanted another go, I could probably have one if I wanted to. But tonight it's like, nope, one go. No, it's definitely one shot, mate. Yep. When the chicken flag drops, it's all over. So get that pole position, mate. I'll be watching. (laughs) Yeah, in my dreams. Hey, win it and bin it on the first lap. Oh, first, it's gonna first happen. corner, mate. Yeah, get it done. <laughs> Just uh, don't break um, so so uh, early this time as um, yeah you, you, you did on Wednesday night. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should practice the roll starts. Yeah, no, you should that's get phone on. Get phone on behind it? you, mate. <laughs> practicing. Practicing pole position roll starts is... Uh, well, you want to get on the gas. You want to have the right amount of gas, mate, for that roll start when the 3 two, one. Yeah. I'm just talking crap now. Yeah, no, nah, we all are, mate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we've uh, covered wheel sizes, pedals. I think I was talking about pedals for a couple of seconds. But, yeah. Yeah, pedals. Cars, pedals. control pedals. games. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I still haven't got around to buying Project Cars 3. I don't think I have the budget for it yet. Oh, you don't want to buy it, mate. I'll, I'll send it to you. When, it. <laughs> when you finish, you just send it over. It looks weird when you when I'm watching you play it. Like the sound effects sound really cool and whatnot. Um, I don't know about the graphics, though. What do you think about the graphics? They look a little bit weird to me. Ter- terrible. Are they? Terrible graphics. See, the funny thing is, Lenot, when I sort of watch the stream back just to make sure sound levels are sort of all right. It yeah. it looks um, it looks a hundred times better than what it is that I'm seeing on my TV, mate. I was I, I it, noticed that about because you I don't know about you, but I'm always watching stuff on my phone. So you watch yeah. it on the phone, like you're playing it in real life. You're like, oh, that looks terrible. Oh, this looks terrible. Yeah, that's shit. Then you watch it back on a phone. And you're like, oh, my God, look how good this looks. Yeah, no, on a phone it looks uh, magical, mate. But um, it is – I mean, we're playing it because well, we just play games anyway. But um, it's got a lot of – it's got a lot of errors in it, graphical, glitches, clipping. Do you think they take that into account when they're making the graphics in the game? Because it feels like, well, you know how Gran Turismo has had thousands of graphics downgrades. It's like they just keep checking it on the internet. Oh, it still looks okay in a stream. Still looks okay in a stream. But the punters won't realise. Yeah, I've still, I've still got that theory, mate, that we've spoken about before. That they're they're dumbing it down so that when GT Seven comes out, yeah, I think we'll go oh, conversation with another person this, the other this night. Looks- Awesome. We're just going to get exactly Gran Turismo Sport release grade graphics and we're going to be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest. I remember talking about that. I remember when someone was talking about you looked in the side of the car while you were racing and you could see the reflection of your car in the other car. You definitely can't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, no, you can't. It's um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've seen it with the decals. We've seen it with... With trees disappearing, brake markers disappearing, crowds, shadows, you name it. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's even on Fuji. Like I can hardly see the see the signs half the time now. Yep. I swear, I swear, some of them have disappeared. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And shadow shadow points and other shiznays. 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We're not getting Gran Turismo until 2029 anyway, so. Yeah. I think, like I said in Discord, mate, I've pre-ordered a PS5 to play PS4 games, so. (laughs) 2031. Yeah. PS5. At least we'll be able to play GT Sport in the. Yeah, as soon as as the PlayStation 6 drops, bang, GT7 will drop shortly thereafter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because that's what they do. They love it. GT6 dropped when the PS4 dropped, so. Good times. Actually, even better, you heard it here first, GT7 is getting dropped at Christmas this year and it's only on PS4. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, heard it here first. Yeah, so look out. It just came across my desk. Have you got a desk, mate? I'm sitting on a, I'm on my recliner, mate. I need to get a desk. No, great info. Of course, I don't have a desk. I'm just saying that because people imagine me in an office doing something. Clearly, I'm not. No, I'm not doing anything, mate. Yeah, what what else is news apart from you're a couch potato now? No more Gran Turismo. Whose streams are you going to be watching tonight? I think there's going to be Nitro. Nitro will pump one out. Yeah, we always, uh, yeah, Nitro, Loopy, yourself. Uh, I'm not sure whether uh, Joe's uh, racing in Assetto. He oh, seems yeah, to be true. seems to be uh, enjoying his Quake 3 arena. Come back Getting on back the PC. <laughs> Joe's, see ya, buddy. How big are the lobbies? <laughs> Is it multiplayer? I couldn't work got, it out. Oh, that was just... Um, Single player campaign, but I oh, do. Yeah. I do believe it is on multiplayer again. But oh, such a great game! Omg! But um, as for everybody else, yeah, I just, I just watch everybody, mate. You know how it is. Just get, get your stalk on. Get the get the stalk on, mate, and then go to sleep. But uh, yeah, uh, what else is really happening? It's um, it's been a quiet really, week, really. It is. Nothing. It came and go. Exciting. Came and go really quickly. It feels like I was here last weekend, and it was like boom, 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 boom. Now it's another weekend. It's boom, 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 and it's like, what have I even done this week? Apart from just grind to the stone. What have you done, mate? What? What? I mean, really? What have you done? You've just grinded. Yeah. Grinded Lambo action. Did you, you did, did you even get to have a go at Brands Hatch? Uh, yeah, I was in Brands Hatch on Monday night. Yeah. yeah, so it was Tuesday morning that the wheels stuffed because I was in a couple of your yeah, couple of your races, which we um, we did all right in the second race, but disconnected in the first one. Yeah, and I couldn't catch a break, could I? No, it was a bit of a rough and tumble in there. Yeah. Oh, Slappers out and about. So long ago now. So long ago. And then, oh, what about this week's SSRX race one? Did you ever do a qualifying lap there? I was going to on just the controller, but, I mean, what's the point? Seriously. I did on a controller too. I did a... What is it? Four forty. I was. You would have been a four forty-five, like everybody else. Four forty-four. 
Yeah, I was one tenth. I think it was one tenth, which is probably equal to like twenty thousandths fastest. Yeah, everyone's doing a four forty four, mate. Yeah, I think a four forty four five. A four fifty four point five. Nice. And then yeah, top of the leaderboards. It's a point four low. Maybe even a point four oh. And then I was thinking, oh, I should grind out a good time here. And then I just realized I don't do anything. I'm literally sitting there. And then <laughs> two you minutes don't. later, you try and do a cor- corner and you watch the delta like move by a couple of thousands. Yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, now I have to wait five minutes if I want to have a go at that again, if I want to see if I can improve that. Yeah, um, correct my corner line. I, I do hear that staying up high is uh, the better option for a bit more speed. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you can get a good run out of the corners. It's worth a couple of tenths. I did experiment on my fourth flying lap with a couple of different lines. Didn't really make much difference. You got about you did four laps. Oh three God. and a half tenths. <laughs> yeah, I did four laps. This is how serious I take my life. Oh, that's, and, uh, um... Yeah, then I realised I'd wasted 20 minutes of my life. I was just going to say that's, and then, <laughs> and then just... I threw it in the bin. But I did try an alt line, and you got you got three tenths on entry, lost three tenths on exit, and I ended up just at zero zero on the corner exit. And I'm like, well, that was pointless. It doesn't matter what line I use; it's the same amount of time. So, I think it's just the, the amount of millimeters of high you go. And uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Didn't, definitely didn't bother with race B. Ferraris at Autopo- Autopolis, mate. Uh, we don't want to go into a Ferrari, mate. We, you uh, know how we feel about mm. Ferrari. Um, I didn't mind when it was race A and it was like a 50-second lap or whatever, but driving one of those for two and a half minutes, mate. No, I don't. Ain't got time. I used to have a little bit of a thing for Ferrari, but we don't we don't set foot in a Ferrari anymore, mate, purely yeah. for um, the treatment of our good mate, Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, Race C, I was surprised to see the Lambo make it to the front of the board, so I wish I'd known that Monday night. Race C, really? Yeah. On the brands. Yeah, the Lambo is the car, mate. Well, it does uh, does handle all right if you can you can get it wanging. Yeah, like I had a look at a few region leaderboards, and in Europe and Asia, it was the Lambo was on top, so... And who was the driver? I don't recall. In Asia, it was Hammy Chan. I think. Good old Hammy. I don't remember who it was in Europa. Yeah. Had uh, Metal Gear done a time for? Yeah. For uh, Brands, how did he go? Uh, point five. Nice. So it was about, I think it was three tenths off the pace, but I think he only had one session, so. Yeah, just quickly got on one-handed. I was going to say, yeah, probably just kept the eyes closed, did a quick yeah, not, hot lap. Not, uh, not going to bother with this one, no. Yeah, ain't got time, mate. Yeah, didn't have my gloves, didn't have my dish. <laughs> it was didn't have me, have me Ansel dishwashing gloves going. So. Couldn't be bothered turning the steering wheel on. Nah, nah, why bother? <laughs> ain't got time, mate. <laughs> ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, no, that was enjoyable. I just... I was so conflicted this week of whether I grind, grind, tried to grind brands and learn a bit more about that because it was in the Lambo or whether I grind Fuji and learn more about that or whether I 
I thinking that I couldn't race tonight, whether I just have the week off, just like I oh, just have a couple of days on the back burner, get a little bit of rest, a bit of R and R, get yeah. refreshed for next week. Yeah. So, well, I had no choice, mate. So I was pretty lucky. I just sound like a whinging little kid. <laughs> what do I do, mate? My wheel's breaking. My wheel's breaking. Yeah, well, I haven't had a chance to practice. I didn't do any Fuji <sighs> practice on Friday. Ah, oh, you don't need it, mate. Just haven't get done in any there Fuji get practice today. So get it done, mate. I was thinking I might have to do a couple of laps after this podcast. Get me back up to speed. Although the word is now that it is a three stopper. So yeah, the old three stop. So get in and get out, mate. Get it done. Yeah, keep. Get, I'm going to struggle keeping the tyres alive for seven laps if I up the pace, but I guess I could try and save a little bit of fuel. You'll be right, mate. Yeah. You will be right. Debs will be right behind you in the mighty vet. Are we at the similar DR? Are we going to be in the same race? Uh, I think Debs is still a little bit higher. Hopefully he goes in the first race and you might get matched with him, but uh, he's looking pretty good in the vet. The vet was looking good on that track. I was going to say, the vet does look pretty handy around here. The vet and the Viper. Vet, Viper and Lambo, pretty sure are the cars to be in. Yeah, no, they're uh, definitely on the pace. Pal's killing it in the Vantage too. Yeah, that's a that's something that I was looking at, maybe next, next season. season. Yeah, running a Vantage. Yeah, just still going through the list where... Um, yeah, tick off all the manufacturers you haven't ticked yet. Tick them, but we are still sort of maybe itching to get back into the Rexy and um, cut a couple of laps. Cut a couple of laps and um, throw a few know, hot ones in there. Get get back in a top split and get Furby out of the woodwork. Bust him out again. Show show a certain someone how to drive a Rexy. <laughs> no names. <laughs> no names. No, he's a pretty good driver. Yeah, the, um, well. it will be interesting to see you come if you do come across to the CSL, just to see what progress you make. Like it took me, took me a couple of weeks to sort of figure the wheel out, and then it's taken a few months to learn the nuances. Well, I was just going to yeah, I was going to say that because we got um, I got my TGT pretty much at the same time you got your Fanatec sent over. Yep. And I remember going from the G29 to the Thrustmaster, it was it was a pretty quick transition for myself and the times came off pretty quick and I know that you, for a couple of weeks, uh, did take you a while, but once you got that load cell breaking sort of wang and you uh, definitely found extra, extra hundredths and tenths yeah for sure so i think the you know i really am interested in the load cell and um i just yeah it's kind of a no-brainer with the price yep to be able to get a load cell and a good wheel um compared to you know the thrustmaster which is a good wheel but then you got to pay another 500 bucks for their load cell unit really 500 smackaroonies yeah, you, know, you look at like four sixty nine or something. That is outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, the you get the load cells set up for the Fanatec for just around two hundred bucks. Yeah, crazy. I guess that's the benefit of buying a single pedal rather than buying a complete 
pedal. I really do like the way that the CSL Elite pedals are set up. Such a good idea of having adjustable, adjustable pedals. Oh, I just buy um, you just buy like five brake pedals, mate. Five load cells. <laughs> uh, oh yeah and i do use my clutches my accelerator too because the spring is heavier so so oh so you swapped it yep. swapped it around yeah the, the accelerator uh, is in a box in the middle of nowhere the clutch is my accelerator on the right hand side of the pedals and my brake is on the left hand side of the pedals and then i've got a like i've got my legs set at even spacing so that I'm loaded in the chair evenly. So sort of like sitting in a go-kart or an open-wheeler. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No third pedal, mate. Just a two-pedal. I'm a bloody auto-driver, mate. Paddle shifts for life. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need, mate. So what, um, what else has been happening? Nothing, really. It's been a quiet week, mate. We've had guests and it's been blowing my mind. It's been like boom, 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 energy, 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 energy. And now it's just us two again. Yeah, it's just... just, Let down. (laughs) It's like just try to remember what we used to talk about and how we used to interact. It's it's confusing. It might take a week or two to get back in the groove. Oh, yeah, we just talk crap anyway, mate. Yeah, that's it, eh? That's all we do. It's all about the shizne. It's all about the shiz name, mate. Yeah, can you speak pig Latin? Pig, pig, pig Latin? <laughs> we really going to go down this path? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have to do it. It's a child it. I did, but... It's uh, a simple yes or no, I think, will suffice. Uh, S-E-A? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I never got around to learning any of that. What's the uh, other one? Gibberish. Well, that's what we're speaking now, mate. So yeah, but oh no, that's that's dribble. Sorry, <laughs> almost <laughs> the same. Gibberish, gibberish, pig Latin and dribble. Can you? Di- what is it? Oh god, I need to learn English. Yeah, that's a good if, start, mate. If you're into no. it. Oh, I need a drink, mate. I need a drink. So, have you been uh, watching? Any streams, mate? Who have you been sort of watching? This week? Watching lately. Uh, this week I've had no spare time because it's oh, no, you working too hard. What do you mean? You've got to spare time. <laughs> Where? Uh, okay, well, let me just go through my call list and messages that I get from you from Discord. <laughs> <laughs> miss call, miss call, miss call. <laughs> Can't be that, that'll be, hard, I'll be Can't driving, be. I'll be driving. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'll be driving somewhere or doing something <clears> that uh, doesn't involve watching. I'll be smashing out podcasts. Great. <laughs> Speed Secrets is the podcast to go to, by the way. Yes, I've still got to get into that. Yeah, get it done, mate. So many Speed Secrets in there. Gives you a nice little handy tip at the end of each episode. But prior to that, he talks copious amounts of shit with race car drivers and engineers and all other sorts of people that are just interested in going really fast. So, Well, that's, I mean, that's, um, I know we've 
we've spoken about this before, of course, before this podcast stuff happens. So I might as well ask you now and have a chat about it. The um, remember we were talking about qualifying because uh, my qualifying in Gran Turismo has always been a little bit of a letdown. Um, how you actually sort of go about qualifying and how you explained it to me was kind of the opposite of what I was doing. And after sort of listening to your sort of tips on how you sort of go about qualifying, which is uh, finding the, the maximum uh, from, the get, yep. from the from the get go has uh, really yeah. um, helped helped me. Like I'm not kidding you, mate. Like immensely to instead of driving. I mean, I guess because my way was, you know, cut a few laps at a good pace, um, know the track anyway or whatever, and then start trying to find that limit where yeah, your way is the total opposite, which I found very very interesting. Yeah, so something. Something that that bloke loves to talk about is getting up to speed really, really quickly. And um, one approach he has, and I'd never noticed it before, and now I notice it every time I watch Formula One, um, he says go past the limit immediately and then just dial it back. So drive as fast as you can until you make a mistake and then you know that that was too far. And now bring it back one. He says, if you're not making a mistake, or especially one of the really important things is if you're not running off the exit of the road on acceleration, so you pick up the throttle at the apex. Um, if you're not running wide and into the grass, um, you're, you're not, not accelerating early enough. enough. <laughs> you yeah. need to be on the juice earlier. Um, and he's like, so as soon as you hit the apex, you should be like wide open throttle tracking out to the edge of the road and if you physically can't keep the car on the circuit then that's the limit now dial it back (laughs) is like if there's room if you're not running wide um if you're not the other one is if you're like coming in to your brake zone and you turn in if like the left hand rear tire or say if we're doing like for fuji for example if you're coming down to do that right hander um as you turn in if the car doesn't lose control as you turn in then there's still road on the left-hand side. So right. you've got to keep yeah. moving the car over to the left-hand side of the road until <laughs> the car spins out, then come back a millimetre. And, uh, yeah, you really need to load up the car on the edge of the track. And, yeah, one way of doing that is to just pound out 60 laps and slowly, millimetre by millimetre, get the car out to the edge. Or on your first lap, you can go straight down there like that feels like I'm running over the white line. Brake. Does the car step out as the rear axle locks up because it's touched the grass? If it doesn't, you can go wider. If it does, then you know that was too wide. So bring it back in. And that was one thing that really, really helped me. I was, um, yeah, and now I do it regularly. Like you just jump on a track and probably within five laps you can get uh, reasonably down I wouldn't say you can get within you would probably get within three tenths of what your ultimate fastest lap will be within the yeah, few no, laps definitely, so, man. and um, once you know where all the limits are on certain corners you can just really start to narrow the zones if you know what I mean Like 
yeah. And well, that's um, I mean, because I know, I think I was, I think it was the Willow Springs Daily Race when we kind of chatted about that. Yeah. And I know that, um, well, the following week for manufacturer was good old Sakuba and, um, just practicing through that week, I went in with, um those sort of tips like what you're saying and I was I was actually surprised on how quick you can get up to pace doing it that way instead of just cutting you know five laps of mediocre pace and then you know you try and increase your pace like I found it very quick to just like you said like you if you're not really if you're not bending it on turn one you're doing something you're not going fast enough like you should be Yep. You should be, yeah, smash, smashing it, in, in, <laughs> yeah, smashing it into the wall, and then going, all right, restart. Um, yeah, and it's a luxury that we have as sim racers is no, the that's, yeah, to that's get up to speed really quickly. Like in the real car, if you're, right? yeah, if you're Meldonadoing it on the first lap of each practice session, um, <laughs> yeah, the teams aren't going to be very happy. But for sim racing, it's it's ideal, and it's not even a case of uh, you know, throwing it in the wall completely. Like I was just watching um, F1 practice and um, I think it was Bottas and Hamilton because they were shooting out at the front. They were making they were making like these deep braking errors and just overshooting the corner a little bit. And like that's, you know, that's now a reference point. They're like, well, that was too far. And they will just dial it back through the weekend. And even to the point where tomorrow the, the, the trackers rub it in more, that they'll try that exact same spot again just to see if it's if the trackers come towards them. Yeah. And for like those guys <laughs> know relatively quickly if they've made a mistake. So as you're learning, like for us, it, it might have to be obvious as as you say, spinning out. But um Say so especially with that Fuji, as I was using as an example, in the Lambo, if I just even touch the ripple strip, the car will oversteer and be uncontrollable on turning. But I can also feel that ripple strip as I'm coming towards it. Yeah. And so if I feel my left-hand tyres touch it, I can immediately correct it and I can still make the corner, uh, you know, because I know that if I touch the ripple strip, I'm going to have oversteer. So if you're already fixing it. You've made the mistake because you've, you've you felt the ripple strip, you've corrected the mistake, and I don't spin out down into turn one. I'd probably only lose like one or two tenths um, from that error. Whereas if, you know, if you don't know, you put it in the grass or if you've never felt it before, then you're facing backwards, slide into the sand pit. So it really is good in your practice sessions to make sure you've spun out on most of the corners and at least getting fairly loose. Um, the other one is sideways when you're accelerating on your accelerating pedal. Uh, do you have to catch the car coming out of tight corners? Like if you're not, if you don't have to catch the car, then you're probably not hitting the accelerator quick enough. Yeah, no, it's 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 just a really good, uh, well, a different way to to look at it, and I know it's helped. Um you know, get my times down even more, 100%. And, I mean, anybody listening, I mean, for sure, give it a give it a go. I just think it's uh, quicker on the brain as well to get that muscle memory going sort of from 
from turn one onwards instead of maybe just cruising around at, at a normal pace and then, you know, maybe, all right, cool, I've got turn I've got turn eight down pat and, and then you cut another lap and, all right, turn two is looking good now. And I just, I just, to me, it really felt quicker going, bin it on, not bin it, but yeah, yeah. Know, push it, it on. Push it on turn one, get turn one down, and then then it's done. Turn two, and then you just keep moving on. Like it's like you said, like three three to five laps. Yep. And you are on to pace, and you can, you know, you can find those uh, tenths even quicker. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Um, I try not to lap. Well, yeah, we talk about how. Well, in occasionally how time limited I am, so I'm trying to minimize my practice but maximize my practice sessions. So I don't have, I don't want to use the time learning how to, yeah, drive it slowly. Just go straight to 100% and dial it back from there. We'll go straight to 110% and then just pull it back. You know which corners that you overdrive and which corners you can drive a little bit safer, and then yeah. try and dial it in and then also yeah while we're talking about stuff like that watching other people um you should spend an equal amount of time hot lapping and watching yourself hot lap so that you can uh critique what's going on so 30 minutes maybe hot lapping and then another 10 minutes watching how your hot lap went versus how someone in a similar car's hot lap went and try and see if you can identify the differences. You know, are they using the right gears? What? Where's the throttle sitting? Like, should it be more open, more closed, more slidey, less slidey? Yeah, can really, oh, really accelerate the learning process. Man. Yeah. I mean, always flick through the top 10, follow ghosts as well. Um because yeah, I mean, you sometimes you'll just hook onto to some sort of driving line and find that it's um, sort of suitable to your style, and you know, instantly you found yep. you, you found some time on a on a corner. It's um, yeah, and always being willing to experiment. I ended up running like using Fuji as an example. I ran like a thirty six O. Um, maybe four or five times, and each time I had adjusted or changed something, and it did, didn't make the car faster, but it made it easier to drive and more predictable. You went five to the front, didn't you? <laughs> Correct. No, it was just changing lines and Correct changing way. gears, changing gears inside the corners and whatnot, like which corner, uh, like which gear to be in in the corner. And like where the shift points were, so it didn't really like it didn't really affect the overall lap time, but it really affect how consistent the car was. Yeah. So little things like that. It's always even if you've got something down pat and feeling really good, it's always worth experimenting. Um. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop experimenting. Tweak away. Yeah, mate. Keep tweaking. That's- that's the key, mate. And don't – it's in loopy. Everything is not five to the rear, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, even, even uh, James in exile will, will run to the front sometimes, mate. So, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just an ongoing joke, I think. But yeah, no, five, it definitely is now. Five, five to the front is the correct way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm- laughs> 
<laughs> I, I've run front one, two, and three in the Lambo. Generally in the Audi, I'll do front one in the Porsche and Audi. Front two if it feels a bit better. Yeah. It's, it's always worth experimenting. See, and seeing if you can notice how it changes the car too is always interesting. Like sometimes I get lost changing it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not I'm not consistent enough yet to know what the change is about to do. And then other times it just unlocks the car. I can't remember what I was doing the other day, but I made a change. I made a brake balance change, and then all of a sudden I got through a couple of corners like heaps quicker. I was like, whoa, like really? The brake balance changed the balance of the car that much? That was crazy. It does. Like, I mean, some like with some cars and tracks, it, it does surprise you sometimes because I know with Sakuba and the vet, I was running uh, for qualifying like two to the front. Yep. And then even just dialing it back to to one to the front, it was like a massive difference. Like the turning was, you it know. It feels like not only is it a brake balance change, it feels like it's a weight center change. It feels like it's changing where the center of the weight in the car is because it doesn't, or I feel it doesn't just affect um, the braking performance. It affects turn in performance and um, accelerating off the corner performance as well. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's less load. Like, I mean, the further you are yep. to the front, like, say, five to the front, you, well, your force is in, is in the front brakes. So that's going to change the uh, the load of the car for sure. Yep, so yeah, definitely. But I, I feel mean, like it, I can feel it on acceleration as well. Oh, but I guess it's affecting how much weight transfer you're doing because you've already transferred more weight to the front, so now you're transferring more weight to the rear or less weight to the rear or whatever it is. That's that's just a Lambo, mate. You've always got to be on the accelerator, even when you're braking and turning, <laughs> to keep the car to keep the car straight. Yeah. It's just um, yeah, no, we can we can never give that car a go. Yeah, no, it's good fun. It's good fun. Although I'd like to, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always worth a shot. What would be an entry-level car trying to move towards the Lambo? Probably the Audi. I reckon the Audi gets pretty close to it. Audi R8. Yeah, I used to think it was the McLaren, but after... I mean, I signed for McLaren for Furby, yeah. but even though I'm not racing Furby, I've done a few sort of laps, and yeah. the oversteer of that car sort of has dumbed itself down a little bit like it's a pretty solid car um i have more troubles in the honda gr3 actually oh, yeah like that um i don't know how phonon's going with it he seems to be doing pretty well with it but um i remember doing it in a daily in the gr3 yep. and i just i was five to the front mate just to keep it stable yeah and i couldn't Can i couldn't drive drive save your life Nah, I'd, I'd turn the wheel half a centimetre and I'd be doing a 360. Yeah. I reckon the, the only reason that I'll, I won't never drive an Audi, but just that TT, I just don't want to drive a TT, mate. I would drive, they need to set up the manufacturers so it's just GR3 cars or GR4 cars and you can choose a different one for each. Have two manuf- manufacturer series running concurrently. Oh, they, they just need to change the drivetrain. True. Um, I mean, they do it. They do it with the GS, the GT three cars. I mean, because we all know GT three cars are rear wheel drive. Yep. 
Um, they should just make the GR4s rear-wheel drive or not have them in there. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing because all you really need to do is just make the GT3 car take some horsepower and aero off and then it's sorted. Just run the same cars. Yeah, pretty much. But That's the, what the, I would the, do. I'm sure the D, the TT will get a BOP eventually, but um, when it does, uh, I'm sure a lot of those overseas top drivers who love that car will uh, kick up a fuss again and then it'll be uh, back. Back to OP. Back to OP. Uh, so. If only I had some sway. Oh, we've got heaps of sway, mate. Bloody Brabham, dude. Brabham BT62, Gran Turismo 7. Bring it. I need to have that in the game, and I'll never hop out of it. I'll just drive that forever. I'll be one of these one-car gamers, just like sit in that car and just grind, 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 grind. Well, I've I've, I've found my car that I want in in, uh, GT7, and the... uh, the Pulsar GTIR that was in uh, Pulsar GTIR, mate, it has to be. Had just dropped in uh, Forza, so I was like, "What? Get did in they, that?" Did they just added it? Is it just been added? I think it was added a couple of months ago. There's a guy that I've been watching on YouTube, POV Motorsports or something. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of uh, Forza. Just. Uh, videos of driving around in Forza Horizon and he'd um, yep. put it up and I was like, what the hell? What's yep. going on? Yeah, <laughs> and, crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I got in it and just thought, God, this is so good. Like, I love that car. Yeah, I love me too. It. I want one. Give it's me just, one tomorrow. You just can't find them anymore. No, nah, impossible, mate. I was going to buy one as soon as I came to New Zealand because they've got heaps over here. But um, even since I've come here, they've gone from like five for sale to like zero for sale every week. Like there used to be at least three to five for sale all the time over here, and now it's just they're gone. Yeah, well, I mean that was that was like what it was like here because I originally wanted one, but I couldn't afford the fifteen thousand dollar price tag at yeah. the time. Yeah. So it was what's another option? The Triple S Pulsar. Oh, yeah, true. And, and put a turbo in it and put the GTIR bonnet on it. Yeah. There, there you go. I've got a sedan GTIR. Yeah. Same. But um, they, then they just disappeared, mate. There's none. I haven't seen any. They're gone. Wrong. It's another classic Japanese car by the wayside. Yep. Little, little baby Zilla, mate. Mm. Absolute animal, those cars. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm thinking of going and getting some practice, mate. So. Well, I think you should, buddy. Yeah. What about yourself? Oh, I was going to say, what? yeah, definitely, no. What about what put a stream up, mate, and you can watch me practice. Is that almost <laughs> the same thing? Well, I've got to, yeah, I've got to get my cardboard cutout wheel. Yeah. Ready Good. for tonight's racing, see who's streaming, sit in my... Glue it on there. Sit in my little sim and pretend that I'm, uh, I'm winning, so... Pretend you're like world famous race car driver. Yeah. So anybody simulation, any, mate. Yeah. Just, just pretend, bro. Just pretend. It's all just pretend. We pretend we're the, we're awesome, but we're we're yeah. not really. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Crack Rock and roll, bro. Well, you have a 
Good night, mate. Good oh, luck mate, tonight. I will do my best, mate. I will do my best to see sunrise tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a long night for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good good luck for everybody else top, racing. Top. I'm pretty sure Kimmy Riken will be at the party I go to. He's a well-known man. So. Oh, he's a party animal, He mate. likes to get around. So. Good stuff. All right, Brad. Yeah, too fucking easy. Catch you later, dude. Cheers. Cheers.